0: Welcome back again again, everybody. <laughs> this is the Respawn Aim Fire Gaming Podcast. I am holding the Pardo here with
1: I am Chad Michael Innes. We we're... recorded Yeah, we're, we're, we're recorded not even gonna try to pretend this didn't happen.
0: Yeah, we recorded half the episode and then Moaz's computer froze and we lost everything. So we're gonna do this again. This is gonna be fun.
1: We're we're definitely not gonna try to recreate a genuine conversation ar- around these and like pretend we've never had this conversation yeah. for 38 <laughs> minutes as we did so we're gonna go through the first 38 minutes of what we did maybe a little quicker we'll recap a little bit but we're definitely still gonna have these conversations again and kind of just yes. point by point as we went through <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be so much fun
0: oh man uh, so to start off for the first time for the first time Nintendo Switch has a new bundle available in Japan. It is labeled the Second Unit Bundle. And the idea behind it is if you already have a Switch in your home with the dock and all that good stuff, you can buy the Second Unit Bundle, which is going to feature the Switch, the Joy-Cons, the Joy-Con strap, but no dock, no Joy-Con grip, and no AC power adapter. Ooh,
1: like the sound of that. That's, a, again, kind of going along with their philosophy that they've kind of come up with recently. This, well, not come up with, but advertised recently saying, we mm-hmm. want everyone to have a Switch. Everyone in the family. Not one console per family, but one console per person. Yes. This just makes it easier without having to pay for all of that extra stuff that you might not use. Exactly. So I am definitely a fan of this. We talked yeah. last time about not being <laughs> a fan of including, of not including an AC adapter, but yeah. you're right. It's USB-C.
0: Yes. This is a yeah. point I made earlier. Yep. <laughs> At some distant alternate
1: universe. We're going to keep interrupting our sentences and saying, by the way, we've said this before. By the way, we've said this before. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's USB-C. It is universal. You might already have that some, somewhere in your house. Mm-hmm. But it's not quite as bad as the 3DS where it hasn't come with a power adapter. And that one is a little
0: more uncommon. Yeah.
1: But hold and on. What's different about this?
0: Different about this?
1: Yeah. It's not coming to...
0: Oh, sorry, it's not coming to the west. The west. So this is only coming to Japan. Which I is just because spilled a the lot last... of water in my crotch.
1: <laughs> and it's so cold, but it's so hot in this room because I turned off the AC unit.
0: You know, it's so fun. That happened in the last time I recorded as well. <laughs> <It's actually laughs> Shut up. Don't for... tell everybody. Oh, I'm so wet and not in the fun way. So it is... Coming only to Japan, which as we talked about in the last podcast, we confirmed the famous scientist.
1: <laughs> Alright, we're doing deny. it. We're committing. We are recreating this podcast. We are recreating. Every joke.
0: <laughs> <laughs> billiard deny the science gentleman. Billiard deny the science guy. Loves no, pool. Uh, he confirmed for us that ninety-nine point nine percent of the planet will not have <laughs> the second unit switch bundle. Oh, but Holden. Last Jack. time
1: I also said, you know what, though? Continuing with the strategy, Japan's a good test bed for this. It is. <laughs> They're a lot <laughs> more mobile-focused. Um, Billiard also said that eventually, probably in the future, <laughs> this I've is been... going to be coming west anyway. As soon as, as soon as it gets more affordable, probably when holiday hits. Who
0: knows? I love this idea, by the way, of Billiard denied the science gentleman. <laughs> <Just> like... <laughs> terrible knockoff, YouTube <laughs> knockoff of Bill Nye's show.
1: Oh Oof. man. Well, Chad,
0: please tell me for the first time what you played this week. No, we're going to start with you because that's what we did last time. Oh, Cuz mine we can't in recreate the, barf. the podcast though. Yeah, so I played some games that I've already played before and not because I talked about them <laughs> last recording <of> this podcast. <laughs> um no, anyway, I so I played I'm in Texas with my family and I wanted to show my brothers some games they hadn't played before. So I showed them Arms 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 which was fun to watch six-year-old and 12-year-old kids just shooting do you have any cool in shit in that
1: game yet <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> arms is a lot of good that's like, really a lot mean of, of me
1: i'm just saying mean shit for that game for no reason it it's has some good, cool shit in it
0: it's a good game actually it's also one of the best-selling fighting games it's sold better than mortal kombat it's Sold better than street fighter it's a really good selling game they're gonna make another one for sure
1: sold better on the switch
0: on the Switch it sold better than those games,
1: yes. <laughs> it sold better than Mortal Kombat did on the Switch.
0: Yes. No, on um on the other consoles, it sold better. Really? It did, yeah. Like lifetime
1: sales of the franchise or specific games?
0: The specific games. Okay. Yeah. But what not about the, the not nine not different the iterations of, of Street there. Fighter 2? Well, it's like it's kind of Street kind Fighter V. It's talking about Street Fighter 5. That's okay. what I'm talking about. Okay. Uh, this is new info that was not recorded in the last version of the podcast. Ignore that. New. Yeah. We're <laughs> only only
1: what counts as canon in the Respawn fire universe is what was previously said.
0: I showed my brothers No Man's Sky, which, as I found out showing it to them, it's very hard to show someone anything in No Man's Sky. Because <laughs> that game sucks. <laughs> because it's so hard to find anything in that game. Uh, and then I showed them Shadow of the Colossus, which is... A great game to show someone for the first time, especially someone who's not ever even heard of it before. To see them fight a, a one of the many colossi in the game for the first time. Last cool. time,
1: we also talked about Khaleesi <laughs> and how in <laughs> Solo, I didn't realize it was her. But the whole time, I was like, who is that gorgeous woman? She had brown hair this time instead of blonde. Yep. Turns
0: out it's Khaleesi. Khaleesi. And we also talked about how um, there's a review on YouTube of Shadow of the Colossus, where he refers to them as Colossi, which is how we got to Khaleesi.
1: Colostomy
0: bags. Colossi. And then uh, finally I played Mario Kart and had a Mario Kart tournament, which is always fun because I just win... I don't let oh, them right. win ever. You just
1: beat the shit out of your. I just your brothers. beat my, the shit
0: out of my brothers and my dad, and then in real we'll, life, in real life, if yeah. they pull ahead of you, <laughs> just you just grab them.
1: a fireplace poker and you just beat them across the temple.
0: <laughs> uh, no, but my my brother Grayson though he will he'll be in second place because he's good at Mario Kart and he'll stop at the finish line and let my six-year-old brother Henry pass him and to make Henry feel like he won.
1: Poor Henry doesn't even realize that like. Yeah, this dude's obviously fucking stopping for you 10 feet from the finish line That's not a win you should be excited about I don't tell him that That's a participation trophy right there <laughs> Snowflakes, just well, there are
0: <laughs> Those are the cliff notes On the podcast on The uh, on... Those are the cliff notes Of the last version of the podcast that we recorded
1: <clears throat> Great, I don't even think we were through the first story By the time we reached this last time No. Holden, play time with me it's just Super Mario RPG. I had to put my life on hold. God of War, I had to say, you're not going to beat this yet. Because, like always, we both put off Super Mario RPG until the very last minute. <clears throat> so I spent three of my four days, the past four days, binging Super Mario RPG.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We all know it is a game that I love. I've played it probably, beaten it like three or four times uh, over the years. And I love it a lot. But Holden,
0: tell mm-hmm. the people what you thought of it. And tell me for the first time. (laughs) So it was my favorite game ever. No, it's not. So I enjoyed it, but what I kind of told uh, Chad before is that, like I mentioned with other SNES games before in the past, SNES games set the stage for the future of many of those franchises. Link to the Past had the formula for Zelda. Super Metroid is basically still what Metroid is today. And Super Mario World is still very much what Mario is today as well. And this does, Super Mario RPG does the same thing for the Mario RPG franchises. However, I have played a lot of the other Super Mario RPG games that feature Mario and Luigi. And so I was looking for those kinds of elements in this game. I didn't get those because this was an earlier entry in the franchise. I still enjoyed it, but I kind of was, I wanted the tag team elements that you had with Mario and Luigi when you plays as those two guys. However, um, it's still fun and charming. It's cool to have a team-up with Bowser, which is always interesting. You don't see that happen ever Well, in technically, Mario.
1: well, I guess we did team-up. We became part of the Koopa Troop.
0: Yes, yes. Because Bowser's ego is too big to join <laughs> you. You have to join him. That's right. But I think my only major criticism of the game is that the level design is very rudimentary, and the maps you can see the edges of, and it just fades off into nothing. Yep, there's nothing there. Um, they could have just repeated, but I guess as Chad pointed out, you have enemies that can run around, and you can avoid them, and all that, and that's yeah,
1: not just enemies, but 3D enemies in yes. 3D paths, unlike like Chrono Trigger.
0: Yeah, so that definitely is a bigger graphical undertaking. So I can see why they had to make that sacrifice, and I always appreciate being able to avoid enemies when I don't want to fight enemies. Yeah,
1: there were a few times when I'm like, oh my god, I just need to get out of this dungeon. Let me jump over everything I can or run away from everything I can.
0: Yep. So it was good, but it was a fun game. Yeah.
1: Um, The Cliff Notes version of this, we talked about, I love that it was a simple RPG. Yes. Like, simple enough that it was accessible for a lot of people, Mm -hmm. but there were a lot of, like, extra things in there to keep you... Well, it's not like too simple like a baby RPG, but it is enough to say, damn it, where did my note go? It was enough to kind of keep you around. So while the combat itself is you're attacking, you're mm-hmm. using one of five magic moves for that character, or you're using an item, you do still have the timing aspect of it. So rather than your traditional turn-based RPG where you set up your moves and then you just wait, 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 and then go again, you can time Almost every single one of your attacks, or all of your defenses as well, to do more damage, cause more of an effect with the boost, or with a healing, or mm-hmm. something like that. So it just keeps you engaged the entire time. Yeah, as you're not well. waiting around. Yeah. So I super liked that. I also really enjoyed the fact that it has RPG elements to it. Obviously, because it's called Super Mario RPG. But oh. they're they're. You're not spending a lot of time in menus like you would in a normal Final Fantasy or yeah. Dragon Boy or something like that. It's not comparing armor pieces. You're not figuring out which stats to buff and things like that. It's You get a new weapon in this area. It's better than your old weapon. You equip it. You get to a new shop. It has better armor. You equip it. Um, so I love that aspect. And that same thing kind of carries over to the leveling up. So you level up. Your stats increase. You get do you want more power, health, or special. Well, that's it. Mm-hmm. So, I enjoyed that a lot. Makes it accessible. It also keeps you constantly moving, so you're never feeling like you've wasted yeah. any time.
0: Well, with the special abilities, too, like a lot of RPGs, this is what we didn't talk about, but a lot of RPGs have to grind so much. And because of the ability to kind of time attacks and things like that, you can avoid a lot of that. Like, you can just mm-hmm. have better, quote unquote, skill in the game. Yeah. To kind of overcome some of these challenges or use your wits. What did you think about some of the characters?
1: We didn't really have this discussion last time. But like, Geno, Mallow, you mentioned how you liked Bowser being on our team.
0: Yeah. Booster, Smithy. So I think that it was cooler for me to see characters like Bowser have a different type of personality than they have had. Sure. So and...
1: like traditional Mario characters actually see yeah,
0: developed a little more. Exactly. But I felt like, I don't know, none like of the other characters really stuck out to me too much. But again, like I said before, I wasn't feeling great. I've been kind of sick the past few days. So... I wasn't delving into like the characters too much. It was kind of like I need to get through all this. Yeah, but I don't. know, I'm not really a big fan of overly animated characters and things. And overly animated meaning like, like in like an anime show, how like they act crazy and all that like kind of stuff, melodramatic or like,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah that kind of stuff, kind of mm-hmm. taken to the next level.
0: Yeah, exactly. So I don't know. Like they didn't really speak to me gotcha. too much. Um, I'm not a fan of that kind of style of character, but I mean, it was cool to seeing like, oh, again, like Mario and Bowser are teaming up. That's cool to me because I have not seen that in a Mario game before. The other characters didn't really speak to me too much because they're just not part of the Mario mythology, if you can even say that about a Mario game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I do um,
1: kind of enjoy that this has, mm-hmm. I mean, I've only, I've only ever played Paper Mario, like of the RPG series. Yeah. I've only ever played Paper Mario in a little bit of Thousand Year Door. But I do love that this has like a little bit of a mythology to it. It does, yeah. And it has a story to it. All of the elements from before, like Beanstalks, Star Road from mm-hmm. Mario World, like all of those are part of this. Yeah, which I think is cool.
0: I really well building that though. Every level, in a way, or every new area is like a new a world in a Super Mario Bros. game. You have yeah, the Cloud World. Of. You have like little kind of like uh, the Seaside World. All that kind of stuff yep. it has been in Mario games before. Yep. It's not specific to this game. Minus I giant sword monster.
1: freaking think cool, Gino is one of the coolest characters of all time. He's so freaking cool. And I would love to see him in a Smash game. Like if they come out at E3 and they say, by the way, Smash Switch and Gino is a playable character, I would lose my shit. I think it's a highly requested
0: Smash he has. character.
1: And I think yeah. last Smash you had like the option for a costume for your me. As Gino? Oh, okay. Or maybe it was in Mario Kart. Somewhere I wonder if there's a, a rights
0: issue. Because maybe it's only oh, Square. Well, although they had Cloud. Why would they get Cloud and not Gino if they were talking with Square? I don't know. Or maybe something happened during the purchase of Squaresoft and Enix at that merger. Maybe. Who knows?
1: One other kind of like character-based thing. I loved the fact that the final boss of this thing, Smithy... Mm -hmm. Is someone you hear about the entire game, but you never see until the very last fight. So, like, even as far as... I always
0: assumed it was a sword, but the sword is Exor or something like that, right? right? Yeah, Yeah,
1: the sword is Exor, and he's just, like, one of the many monsters from Smithy. Yeah. But the entire game, it is, like, you fight uh, Bowyer in the woods, and you see the little arrow jumping up and down. He's like, oh my gosh, I gotta go tell Smithy about this. And then everyone's, like, mentioning Smithy and how he's this big boss and everything like that. And it's like... It's cool that we never actually see him until the very final battle. Mm-hmm. I like that. Aww. Uh, a couple other bosses I wanted to point out that I liked. I liked the Balom fight, the second one where he kind of clones you. I thought that was cool. I liked the button mechanics of Bowyer, where he's disabling you. Just can't use items for a few turns, or now you can't use you can't attack for a few turns. I thought that was cool. I liked a lot of the optional bosses, like Jinx and Kulex, the Final Fantasy secret boss in Monster Town. That was really cool and really fun, but I also loved the Axum Rangers because they were a blatant Power Rangers ripoff. But then they have like a fat Power Ranger and like a super cool black Power Ranger.
0: Are and you then, saying like, that black people, uh, fat people can't be? I wasn't black people can't be, <laughs> fat people can't be Power Rangers. Are you saying that?
1: No, I'm saying black people can't be fat. Is that what I'm saying? What I don't know. What am I trying to say? No, I just thought that was really cool. The Men Rangers. And they're there for like Fat a split second. Fat people are
0: people too, Chad, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Fat Power Rangers are Power Rangers too, Chad.
1: Um, we went over the fact that minigames were just kind of meh. The Midas River minigame, the Minecart minigame, things like that. They were just there. This kind of reminds me of like the Final Fantasy VII where you're on the motorcycle for like that hot second. And then – oh, you haven't played Final Fantasy VII. Nope. Um, favorite level or world? I loved Booster's Castle. I thought that was a really mm-hmm. cool, interesting level, and I loved seeing Booster peek his head out everywhere, riding his little toy train up above and yelling and being stupid and checking behind the curtains for you and screaming about his Mario doll. I thought that was cool. And then the Sunken Ship. I really enjoyed the Sunken Ship and the riddles and
0: mm-hmm.
1: all of the the stuff that went along with that one.
0: I enjoyed Sunken Ship as well, but I have a soft spot for cloud levels in Mario games, so I yeah. chose the cloud level. Old That's Nimbus my favorite. little Nimbus land. Mm-hmm. little Nimbus. Plus, you can fall through it, and you land back at Booster's castle. Yeah, It's a cool moment.
1: Um, the last thing I wanted to point out was all of the cool kind of hidden secret stuff. There were a handful of side quests you could do, and that's, uh, having played this game a few times before, I already knew where everything was. So I was able to get, like, Mario's ultimate weapon, the lazy shell armor for Peach, so that she just basically became invincible, and then she couldn't be turned into a mushroom or a scarecrow or muted or anything like that. And then she was just my invincible healer and reviver through everything. And then Gino and Mario, Mario attacked the fuck out of everybody. Got that frying pan secret weapon. Isn't that special? Yeah, I'm so good at this game, Holden.
0: <laughs>
1: Somebody bring me some
0: ham! Well, I will bring you the title of our next barf game, which you What's don't What's barf know about. for
1: June? What's June barf? See, Chad hasn't heard this yet, but he totally <laughs> no, has. We had a stupid discussion about this last time. <laughs> we'll clean it up, we'll clean it up. Uh, we're going to be playing Deus Ex,
0: Mankind Divided.
1: That's the Latin pronunciation, right?
0: No, the Latin... It's spelled Machina. <laughs> for, the The Latin phrase is Deus Ex Machina. But Deus Ex Mankind Divided the is the name of the game. we're playing is Machina? Yes, we're playing
1: Machinarium.
0: Machinarium. <laughs> no. I heard it was a good game, though. I think I downloaded it for iOS. Yeah, I have it on iOS as well, but I've never played it. Uh, so different play B- Deus, Deus Ex Ma- Machina. Deus Ex
1: Machina, sequel
0: to Human Revolution. PC, I, Xbox, and... I'm sorry, we, we totally just said Deus Ex Machina as the name of the game. Deus Ex Mankind Divided is the name of the game.
1: Sequel to Deus Ex Machina. Came out on PS4, Xbox
0: One, and PC in 2016. So yes. if you had a PS4,
1: it was part of PlayStation Plus a few months ago. So you might already have it for free if you want to play along. If you're one of
0: those 34.2 members of PS Plus, you have it.
1: They have 34.2 members. Million. Did I to say million? <laughs> what does a fifth of a member look like? It's just just the arm. tip. He's just
0: an arm holding a PS4 controller. <sighs> Wishing he had the accessibility controller from Microsoft <laughs> <to play. laughs>
1: you're a terrible person you're going to hell oh my god uh you left you're going to hell with me too of course i'm going to hell everyone <laughs> knows that holden that's our that's that's a, a very quick cliff notes version of our time with super mario rpg again i freaking love it you were pretty good with it but you're gonna it's play it again good. right i'll play it again on, on,
0: yeah Give it a fairer chance, I think, because I kind of rushed through it. Yeah, when you're, and yeah, when you're not to speed through it. But also, yeah, you well, should
1: finish out of the Colossus. That's four months ago now, so.
0: Yeah, I should. I have the games to finish, too, but we'll talk about some of that later on, maybe.
1: Woo! Hold on. Let's dip into our quest log. What is uh, first up on our fetch quests?
0: Let's go through the ones we've already talked about. <laughs> all right, great. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to go through uh, Hitman surpasses 13 million players. Chad questions if that's people who bought the game or played the free contents available. And I said, I don't know. One
1: episode? Did they buy the whole game? Did they buy what is it? All three good points. 13 million players,
0: and we don't know. But either way, it's still impressive that they went from 7 million players November 2017 to 13 million players now. That's really impressive. That's a big jump. And I'm just happy that people have played the game because it's a great
1: game. For comparison and context, I mentioned that God of War sold 5 million in one month because Chad
0: is a fanboy. It is (laughs) the
1: fastest-selling PlayStation exclusive ever.
0: Which has everything to do with Hitman.
1: <laughs> God of War, he kills people. Sometimes he singles out people.
0: And sometimes God of War puts on disguises to, you know, pretend you to be You can change
1: armor in the new God of War. That's the same thing. <laughs> yep. It's the same thing. Holden, did you also know that LEGO DC Villains might have a reveal soon?
0: I think I might have known that, but maybe TT tell me Games. more about it.
1: <laughs> TT Games, not to be confused with Telltale Games. TT Games, who makes the Lego games, has been teasing a couple of images with the Joker, Lego Joker, uh, as well as one that says Chaos is Coming, written in (laughs) Joker font. So this is another uh, piece of evidence that the Walmart Canada leak was probably real, because this was another one that they outed. So expect that probably at E3. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm.
0: I think you and did then,
1: Overwatch next. Maybe did Overwatch. <laughs> yes, this is we're now we're finally that we're
0: basically caught up after this. But the guys who make Overwatch Blizzard basically just said that it's probably not coming to Switch. They want to focus on platforms they're already on and making those platforms really good. Then I said I wouldn't want it on Switch because it's an online only game and that wouldn't work well when you're playing portably.
1: That's that's right. And then we talked about how polarizing our discussion of Resident Evil Seven Cloud was last week
0: it's stupid that you like that
1: Woo! speaking of stupid holden's birthday is coming up soon and he's stupid <laughs> my birthday it's not that soon it's like
0: more than it's july 4th isn't it it is july 4th yeah I'm holden's turning baby. 11 i'm turning 11 years old <laughs>
1: july 4th it's a leap year thing right
0: yeah Yep. totally absolutely <laughs> Uh, then I would but, be like 44 in real life or turning 11 or something like that. No, I wouldn't shut up.
1: We've officially caught up in half the time. We are now 22 minutes in. That's not half the time. It's like, oh.
0: it's like, it's like two-thirds-ish. Two if we no, added six to
1: the beginning of it, <laughs> then it would be... Anyway, okay. speaking of things like Overwatch that are never coming until possibly coming later, is uh, Wolf Among Us Season 2. It did you play the first 2019. one? I did not. This was what they started releasing just before Walking Dead, I believe, right? Yes, I think so. Yeah. A lot of people like it uh, based well, on a what Which Walking Dead? Called? Like the, the hare and the tortoise. Walking Dead fairy season tales? one. Fairy Tales?
0: No, not fairy tales. Fables. Fables. Um, no, this not come out before season one of Walking Dead. This came out, I think, after season two, I think. Oh, uh, we're
1: going to look into it. We're okay. Gonna look do it, Wolf Among Us. A lot of release. this is,
0: while you're looking that up, uh, a lot of this is happening because of the restructuring that Telltale Games is doing, and they're moving resources around. It's gonna make it harder to develop games in the same fashion they used to. It's kind of the gist of it. That's why they're delaying it. I'm kind of all for game delays. Not that I would ever play this, but a lot of people do play these games, so I thought I'd mention it. So you didn't play this game, the first one I did not.
1: All? No. Why? So here's here's the thing. Walking Dead Season 1 Yeah. Uh, came out April 24th, 2012. Yep. Wolf Among Us came out October 11th, 2013. So, yeah, about a year and a half after Walking Dead. So, before season two. Okay, I thought it was after uh, season two. But
0: well, I also don't pay attention to this stuff because I don't play exactly. like video games. Because you're
1: 11.
0: I'm 11 years old. I'm a little bit No,
1: bite. I, I didn't play this game. There was a time when I was all up Telltale's butt and I played everything they put out. Which was, I mean, Game of Thrones was pretty good. Um, Tales from the Borderlands was their. It was freaking Amazing. But then, yeah, I've just kind of fallen off. I've got tired of their formula and their engine and the way their game looks and runs. And this sounds like maybe they're finally fixing that. Something I heard on, maybe it was Games Daily, kind of funny, Games Daily, was they are rumored to be moving to Unity. Instead of their own proprietary engine. Oh, okay. And apparently, the person who is responsible for that Unity so much is easier on their to board do of directors. Oh my god! Yeah. Which the, all the games are they're, they're on everything. Yeah. Yeah. Why did they do that before? I'm actually really surprised. Because they're fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say idiots, but no, they're great. They make some quality stuff. Yeah. Oh yes. Uh, if you care about Mega Man 11, speaking of games that look okay gross <laughs> i don't like the art style of this game but Mega Man 11 uh, according to the playstation network in singapore coming oops. october 3rd it got pulled but it is uh most likely coming october 3rd oops i bet we'll hit about 83 yep oops. probably Man, um, I'm starting to
0: shit out my gob speaking of oopsie doopsies uh, a leaked list. Doopsies. <laughs> leaked list for 26 mario aces characters has been released mm. and has such surprises as mario luigi waluigi wario yoshi daisy and
1: peach all of the all of the mario kart yeah. racers, right? there's
0: some cool ones diddy kong is on the list yeah yeah but no donkey kong i don't see donkey kong on here. no gino uh no gino but rosalina is on here boo is on here there are two Dry Bones characters. No, there's Dry Bones and Dry Bowser.
1: They're I dry... got confused by that at first.
0: No, they're, they're both Dry Bones characters because Bowser's a big Dry
1: Bone. That's what he is. No, he's 206 Dry Bones. Okay, fine, but
0: he's still a Dry Bones. Okay.
1: Just kidding. That's humans who have 206 bones.
0: Birdo's going to be there. Shy Guy's going to be there. And a lot of people that just aren't as noticeable to people, like they don't, they don't care. Like, like Spike. Yeah, like Spike. Or the or... Squid. Boom Boom Who's Boom Boom I don't even know who Boom Boom is I don't know who Boom Boom is I don't know who Boom <laughs> Boom is either But I know who Toadette and Toad are <laughs> in, uh,
1: in Adventure Time Boom Boom is poop
0: <laughs> Oh There's also I love how Boom Boom's... I went Boom Boom On a leaf <laughs> Boom Boom's name is Bun Bun <laughs>
1: <laughs> Adventure Time is so good <laughs>
0: Oh Chad
1: My life is like a fart God that show is underrated <laughs> Yeah, great. That game's coming out in a month. I can't wait. Oh, I'm so pumped. This upcoming weekend oh, we have the test punch. Yes, not test and punch, I do want demo. to make a
0: correction for an oops. Speaking of oopsies, an oopsie doopsie that I made last week because I was very confused. It seemed like you could play Mario Ace's demo when you downloaded that app. But that's yeah. not the case. It yeah. is only for the online tournament. Just like you said, Chad, because you are always right. You're an idiot. And I am always wrong because I'm just a feeble eleven-year-old okay. child. Okay, You're ten
1: not even yet 11 not even eleven. Not a okay. girl not yet a woman <laughs> <laughs> britney spears
0: but speaking of oopsie doopsies in a more oh my god sense, this is a
1: big old oopsie doop. how does someone do this
0: yeah so we have our game potato i think this is actually the most serious game potato you ever posted first yeah. of all total biscuit a popular youtuber he won the game awards uh What's, what's the name of the word like the YouTuber or trending gamer? Trendy gamer. He won Trending gamer uh, once. I don't remember what year, but he has he has won it. Someone else had to accept it for I think him. It was I think
1: Greg Miller the first year, maybe it was a second year, and then total, no, not total biscuit. Uh, the guy with the glasses won it this year.
0: Yeah, like, Doctor Disrespect. Doctor Disrespect, then Boogie won it once too. Um, anyway. So yeah, so he passed away. He's had been uh, dealing with cancer for a few years now. He finally went, finally passed on, which is very sad. But I'm just gonna call it. This guy's an asshole. Yeah. Uh, not not Total Biscuit. Um, but his former Bioware dev. Uh, his name is David Crooks. He posted on Twitter saying, "Weird. The world just felt a little bit better. Sometime around an hour ago, hour and a half ago. Maybe it was just those rerunning streams I got from my home." And he says, "Oh wait, I know. It's because Total Biscuit died." And he posted a picture of axes and said, hey, everyone, watch this. I know it's to piss someone's grave, um, but these axes aren't going to grind themselves. Oh, my God. Um, I, 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 that is so disrespectful. That is such a, just a shitty thing to do.
1: I mean, Total biscuit he's made some quote-unquote enemies from his reviews of games. And apparently Mass Effect 3 is why this particular dev is upset with him because of Total Those Biscuits are of, of opinions. Like, opinions. Exactly. Yeah. This is someone's freaking life. Guys, don't mm-hmm. be an asshole on the internet, and don't ever hire this guy.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I don't usually like to put people's names out there when something like this happens, but uh, David Crooks is a is a bastard man. So yep. he's a bastard man. He's a bastard. Go man. home
1: and bite my pillow.
0: So I just wanted to point that out. So game potato because someone very cool passed away, but also game potato because that guy's an idiot. Yep. David Cross, hey,
1: maybe. that takes us into our questices. Yes, questicles, <laughs> <laughs> questicles. We need to some humor after that last one. We do. Let's bring some levity into our lives with PUBG and how much it doesn't stand a chance against Black Ops Four when that comes out.
0: Thank you. I was just going to point that out before we get <laughs> to the story. Uh, I really, I think Fortnite will still have a good fan base, but I think oh, PUBG. Absolutely. Because Pub, PUBG, though, is trying to do the whole realistic-looking thing, and Call of Duty is going to do that better, and they're going to yep. have not not have performance issues like PUBG does. Hi,
1: we have the most money of any dev-, dev on the planet. Maybe not Rockstar, but Activision. And we are going to make a much more polished version of your game, and we're going to steal all your players. Yeah, Hi.
0: so the basically what's happening here is PUBG, the developer, they promised to make big performance changes. Um, they... Where was it? I have it highlighted here. So they've said we've fallen short um, and the players have rightfully called us out on for failing to address the complaints about performance. Recently we've done um, the best job of... We haven't done the best job of communicating about the changes we're making to the games. They want to be more open about the changes they're making. Another thing is that they tended to bundle a lot of smaller changes into bigger patches than release it all at once. Everything they can do now is just kind of fix it, send it out, fix it, send it out, and do these kind of smaller updates. But I think it's too little too late, man. Yeah. This game's been having problems for a while. It started the this style of game, but it's not gonna I just I don't see it living on longer it's, after. It's hard to compete with
1: first of all, a game that's more polished and free, Fortnite. Yeah. Or a game that is the best selling game consistently every single year mm-hmm. and has a better mode than you do now. Black Ops. Well we don't
0: know if it has a better mode or not, but I think it's safe to assume it, I'm
1: yeah. I'm gonna assume it's a better mode. Yeah. Or PUBG, they had it had its moment in the sun. Absolutely, yeah, they got going the oh yeah, so so to sue everything now. oh yeah,
0: they're going to make Call all their dirty. money from
1: suing everybody.
0: They're going to sue Activision next.
1: Yep. <laughs> uh, next up, speaking of games that come out every year, Blops, and now Battlefield Five. We have some Battlefield details. Battlefield out every year. Battlefield. Oh, you're
0: right. No, it doesn't. No, no. Battlefield yes. One came out two years ago.
1: You're right. They alternate Battlefield and Battlefront.
0: Yes, so they go from guns to laser guns.
1: Guns to laser guns. Set your face to, to stuns. That's Star Trek. I know that. Um, so Dork. on the 23rd, there was a reveal event for Battlefield 5. There are some mm-hmm. cool changes coming to it. There's also some stupid controversy around it from a lot of ignorant people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but according to the Battlefield 5 developer, mm-hmm. the studio is prioritizing, prioritizing player choice, inclusion, and diversity for the upcoming game. Yep. But the highest priority is fun. So one of the ways of doing it is you can play as anyone you want. You can play as any race, any gender. Um, a lot of people are trying to make a controversy about the game's cover art, which features a woman on the front of it. Mm-hmm. And they're saying, that is historically inaccurate and unrealistic. Which is Even not true. Though, <laughs> that's not true. Women yeah. were a very big part of World War II. Uh, I think they tried to do the same thing for Battlefield 1 as well, right? When I don't remember. When it featured the black character on the front. And everyone was oh, like, that's oh, unrealistic. Yeah. I like, "No." Nope. that's very realistic they fought for your freedom
0: (laughs) that happened yeah i it's it's stupid because the thing too is that like the like the developers can say like we made this game for fun first this is not this is not a history channel piece (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> One of like, the things they point out is like, yes, you can put three people on a horse and all of you have
0: flamethrowers if you want. Yeah. <laughs> so like, the whole point is if someone wants to play this game and they want to feel represented in the game, why does that impact you? <laughs> like, what's the, so what's the big deal? It's really stupid. And I'm very much against the whole like political correct like culture thing when it gets too far. This is not political correct. This is just making games fun and approachable for everybody. And that should yep. be applauded, not shut down. Also, exactly. it is historically accurate. There were women who fought in World War II. It was a thing.
1: Anyone who's against it is just trying to justify them being a racist and a sexist.
0: <laughs> Speaking of sexist and racist, just kidding. Mad Mickelson is <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Mads Mickelson, sexist, racist. <laughs> no, he's awesome. Um, so he talked a little bit about the concept behind Death Stranding. I debated this putting an E3 countdown, but it's not really an E3 countdown. He just kind of spilled some beans there. Um, this Funks game sounds so interesting. So he says the whole concept revolves around collaboration from different people, from different parts of the world. At first I thought, okay, does he mean in the game you have different characters who are on different parts of the planet in the game? But apparently there's a social media aspect to this game. Yeah. And you might actually be collaborating with people across the globe for the single-player experience. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Nobody
1: knows what the fuck it means. Nobody even knows what any of... Anything that comes out of Hideo Kojima's mouth means. But and here's what we know. He, yeah. There will be some social media integration into it. Mm-hmm. Apparently it's all over the world, and you need cooperation. And they said they want to connect players with ropes rather than sticks.
0: Of course. Whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> what, I, what I'm kind of possibly... Uh, this could be way off base. What I'm kind of thinking is that maybe this is... Did you ever play Freedom Wars on the Vita? No. You had a Panopticon, I think is what they called it.
0: Oh, of course, a panopticon. a panopticon.
1: A Panopticon. Everyone has a Panopticon. In different areas of the world, you could you could join. Like, there was a Chicago Panopticon, and then there was a Hong Kong one. Like, you could join a, a team, and your mm-hmm. team fights for, like, control over certain things. Um, And maybe it's something like that. Like, you side with a particular area of the world, and then there's some kind of interaction. Maybe it's I don't like, know. Mother base style in Metal Gear Solid Five. Where I, would, I would, I would hate for it to be like,
0: uh, oh, before I can do this part of the game, I have to wait for someone in China to do this, and then they'll send me information to complete my task, and I'm just sitting there waiting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very curious. I don't think damn Hideo it, Kojima would make right now. Yeah, I don't think Hideo Kojima would make a game that doesn't work. I think he has a cool idea. I trust that he has a cool idea. Not, yeah. he's not played Metal Gear games before, but he has such a a strong reputation behind him. He's just so damn cryptic. He's just so damn cryptic. And to be fair as well, uh, Mads Mikkelsen has said he has no idea what this game. what's happening in this game. He said that before. <laughs> yep. So it's hard to say. But I feel like we're getting to the point now where we're finally going to find out what this game is at E3. Yeah. I don't think we have to wait that much longer. They can't do another what's Death Stranding tease this year. They can't do that. They've done it three years in a ro- Did they it three years in a row?
1: No, it was uh, E3 no, Two and years in a row, yeah.
0: But they've done multiple...
1: E3 reveal, reveals the PSX. Yeah, there was another. I don't know. E3, they've, they've, uh, yeah, multiple reveals on multiple year. conferences, but
0: yeah. So very interesting stuff. I'm super excited to hear what this game is because it sounds so unique and interesting.
1: Yes, yes. <laughs> Here's another one. <laughs> we can finally put the guessing game about PS5 to rest. Yes. PlayStation had the new CEO of PlayStation, uh, who recently took over has said that PS5 is still 3 years away. That they, seems uh, so
0: far away to me. Doesn't it?
1: Yeah. That does. It does. He says, quote, "We will use the next 3 years to prepare the next step to crouch down so that we can jump higher in the future."
0: They must know something cuz I think I think in most trends it makes sense 2019-2020. But I think they must be thinking, "Hey, we could do it then." They're but we know that there's this big leap we can make if we wait an extra year. And then right. that generation will last longer because of that leap that they can make. It sounds like that's what he's saying. Yeah. But the whole crouch, then we can jump.
1: So what that means is if you've been holding out and you're not going to buy a PlayStation XPS PS5 might be later this year or next year. Nope. Go ahead and buy it. Go
0: ahead and buy it, yeah. If you um, have a
1: PS4 and you're like, should I do a PS4 Pro or should I wait? I, uh, you've got three it. years. Yeah, you Probably can get a Pro. getting a Pro.
0: Yeah. They're also so high on their horse right now, and I don't mean that in a bad sense. They're so high on their horse right now because they're doing so well, they don't need to release anything.
1: Yeah. I I think think what's really – what's going to be interesting to watch is how does Microsoft now act? Yes. Because I don't think Microsoft can last three more years without releasing something new or a shit ton of good software.
0: I am convinced that Microsoft will start the next generation, and they might even do it a year before Sony does. I think we Maybe might too. see something similar to the 360 PS3 thing, where PS3 came out a year later, and eventually they ended up kind of tying out. But if you think about it, it makes a lot of sense for Microsoft to do that. They're apparently holding a lot of their games back and moving them over to development on whatever Xbox 2 is going to be your next box. Imagine they released the next box with theoretically a year head start, and they can yep. release great first-party games in that first year. I believe it when I see it i believe when I see it, too, but that would be a great head start for them. Yeah,
1: because they definitely can't struggle with Crackdown 3 for the next three years. (laughs) There's one more thing that uh, the Sony CEO has spoken about, and that is they're still experimenting with portable gaming. That doesn't mean necessarily that we're going to see a Vita successor anytime soon. But uh, But it does
0: guarantee a Switch version of the PlayStation. It guarantees it. Right. I'll shut up um, <laughs> So, Kodera said it was
1: not yet the right stage to discuss specific hardware plans, but that the company was carrying out experiments in the area. Mm-hmm. Still uh, continuing on. In my opinion, rather than separating portable gaming from consoles, it's necessary to continue thinking of it as one method to deliver more gaming experiences and exploring what our customers want from portable. We want to think about many options. Now, they've, they've recently started up studios specifically dedicated to mobile on mm-hmm. iOS and Android, yeah. So that might be something that they've, they're have they looking for or looking into. They could see a Switch-like
0: competitor. Or even just the, Sony makes phones. I mean, They just might make a PlayStation phone that has certain... They made a PlayStation phone. They did, but they might make a better PlayStation phone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> What's interesting is that Xbox, Andrew... X playstation boss, Andrew House, said... He called the market limited, and he dismissed the idea of a Sony
0: Switch competitor. So, yeah.
1: new leadership might be taking them in a slightly different directions. Absolutely.
0: I think if they do make a portable system, I, I, I joked with this earlier, but if they make a portable, like another Vita, it would have to have some sort of plugs into the TV option. Yeah. I don't think you could really make a high-end portable system like Sony would want to make, and it doesn't plug into a TV. Yeah. I think they would, that would have to be a component of Whether it's a separate purchase or not, I don't know, but... I'm not saying it has to be built in that way, like it's designed as a hybrid, but there'd have to be some sort of... It's a Prius. It's
1: a Prius. The Sony PlayStation Prius.
0: It runs on gas and electricity.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you could just pour a whole gallon of gas in there.
0: It's really heavy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I think it's interesting. and It's not honestly what I expected to hear at all, but... No. No, not at all. Smaller thing, but it's, I think this is a big deal. Guerrilla Day- Games is a job posting that hints at their next game, and it hints very strongly that it's an RPG. It's asking for staff writers, basically, who have experienced triple games, and are—I mean, they've mentioned like dialogue things like that. That's not RPG specific. They mentioned quests, which is very RPG specific. Yep. So, I guarantee you, this is for Horizon Zero Dawn.
1: It has to be too. Which they're I'm stupid gonna, if they're not already working on it.
0: Which I'm going to dub Horizon First Dawn. Horizon One Dawn. One Dawn. Right, that's the Boom. name of it. Calling it right now.
1: Dude, let's call Gorilla. Be like, <laughs> you your listen, name. you can pay us $45,000 for use of this name.
0: <laughs> or I got a better one, Horizon un Don Uno.
1: uno Don. When you get to the end of it and you see that it has one card, you have to say Uno, and it has
0: to draw four. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't say Uno, then you have to start the whole game over again.
1: Oh, God. Yep, that, I mean, it, it has to be Horizon Zero Dawn
0: too. Yeah, I can't imagine it wouldn't be. They basically have already said it's going to be a franchise. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's yeah, got to yeah.
0: be that. We have one big story here. I think this oh, is a big well, deal. Oh, tell
1: me about the big story.
0: I'm curious what your th- thoughts on this, or I'm pretty mixed on this. But basically, the story here is that, as we talked about uh, last week or week before, Valve made a Steam Link app for iOS. Steam is a device. Steam Link is a little device you can buy that plugs in your PC and you can stream it to other devices. And they're releasing an iOS and um, Android version of the app. Android version is available. You can get it in beta form. The iOS was announced and approved by Apple and then rejected afterwards and taken down. Reasoning, um, they stated, was kind of vague. They said business conflicts was the reason why, which is very vague. And we'll get down into what some of the stuff means. I'm pretty conflicted on this. I can see it from both sides. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I'm kind of conflicted as well. Like, uh, first... First and foremost, like the, the app is meant to be just something that streams your computer. Yeah. And there are, as Steam mentioned in their rebuttal, they're like, listen, there are a lot of – this is essentially just like a remote desktop app. And which is like, having, which already are exists. There already so many of them out there. Yeah. But then you get to the other side of the argument where like, but it also has access to a Steam store. And a lot of games that Apple doesn't have the ability to say yes or no, these are allowed on our platform because there are some weird things on Steam. Yeah. Like that genital game where you just play as gummy penises walking around everywhere. Yeah. Like there's some weird-ass shit that, yeah, that's now going to be accessible from their app store and mm-hmm. mom's going to look over on their phone and suddenly little Johnny, age four, is playing a gummy penis game from his Steam <laughs> app.
0: So I think – to give some background on this, this isn't game related, but I think this is relevant. Yeah, um when the Kindle app first came to iOS, you were able to buy books in the Kindle app and download them to your Kindle. and Apple said no, which you you have to give us a cut of that because that purchase is happening through our network. Um, and we're providing we, you that
1: that we're providing service. you that yeah. that
0: service, yeah, and because it's happening within the app itself. And on top of that, we offer the iBookstores. It's like this; it's, it's something that Apple is already in territory on. And there's, you know, it's it's tough in that sense. So I get that, and why they had to basically have Amazon remove the purchasing functionality from the Kindle. You could buy it on your PC, and then it would be available on your Kindle app on the iPad or iPhone, whatever. The difference here is that Apple has no facilitation of the transaction that's happening on Steam's end. Because right. you're remotely accessing into your PC, Steam is still handling the purchase of everything. All Apple's doing is putting the file for the app on their server. So it doesn't it doesn't equate in that sense. Also, unlike Apple and Amazon, where they have uh you know the same content that they're selling, Apple doesn't sell XCOM. I they actually do have XCOM. Yeah. They don't <laughs> have <laughs> but they don't have, you know, half like two. PUBG. Oh wait, they do have PUBG. They do have PUBG. There are a few games to come, but like the majority of games in Steam are not available on iOS. There are rare exceptions. We just happen to mention some of the few <laughs> exceptions right now for examples. Have Fortnite?
1: No, wait. They do have the
0: most popular game in the world. Yeah. So it's it's not equivalent to me. And again, like you can go to any of these other remote desktop applications and do the same thing you just did on the Steam Link app. But for some reason, the Steam Link app was taken down. And it, yeah. and at least in that sense, it seems inconsistent. I would say. I agree with you there. Yeah. But at the same time, it is Apple's platform. Yep. I think if they think this is strange and they don't like the ruling on it, they need to recreate the rule or rework the rule before they can just take it off, I think. Because the rule in this circumstance I don't think was very clear. But um, I found an article from Apple Insider, and they, they were able to use the app and delved into how it worked. And some interesting things popped up. You actually cannot buy a game in the Steam Link app. They blocked off the access to it. There are some workarounds, however. Like if you're in big picture mode, you still can, but if you're not in big picture mode, you can't. It tells you you have to go to your PC to buy this, which is another um, issue with uh, the terms on Apple's side, which is that you can't point someone and say, hey... You can spend, Spotify ran into this, you can't spend twelve ninety nine. you can spend twelve ninety nine to purchase Spotify subscription uh, within yeah. the app itself, or if you click this link, you can get it for $10 on our website. That's not allowed. You can't link someone somewhere else to get that content. And that's kind of, I think, what Apple maybe was seeing is, oh, they're telling the users to go elsewhere to go buy the content. But then again, you run right back into, it's not Apple service that's uh, facilitating the purchase. It's not running on Apple servers at all. It's not even really happening on the iOS device. At all, so it's yeah. it's really interesting, and I think the strongest argument is that this actually offers a great benefit to Apple TV, to be able yeah, to absolutely have your Steam games on Apple TV. Apple TV is never going to be capable of playing some of these really high end PC games; just straight up not going to be able to. So I think it offers Apple a big um, advantage over a Fire Stick or a Chromecast, which is something that they could use the help on because they're in fourth out of four major set top boxes. So. <laughs> yeah. I think it's interesting change, but I, again, I can see it from both sides. I don't think any part yeah. is wrong. I think there's a lot of gray areas in the rules that need to be figured out.
1: They've mentioned uh, that they are working together yes. to try to come up with something, and I think that could possibly lead to mm-hmm. new rewording Roles. of the guidelines, new rules yeah. that are clearer and mm-hmm. more defined, because yeah, I mean, technology is evolving, software is evolving, and mm-hmm. what we wrote as rules... A year ago might not apply to things in the future, or what we do today might not necessarily work the same way in a year. So
0: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, I hope they do come to some kind of agreement because
0: mm-hmm.
1: that's a cool-ass service that I think a lot of people could benefit from.
0: And from what I've heard, it works really well. Yeah. Like, it people is were currently
1: saying... in beta on Android as well. So if you have yeah. an Android device, you can you can use this now.
0: Everything I've been hearing, people even use the iOS version briefly because they had, you know, easy journalist access to it, or early journalistic access to it or something like that, have said it works so much better than you would think. It is not laggy. It is perfect, yeah. which is really surprising. So very cool.
1: On a sweet little tangent here, speaking Ooh. of not laggy and perfect, I just wanted to throw this out here. Kevin Melvin was playing mm-hmm. – uh, I think we've mentioned this months ago. There's a, an unofficial remote play app for mm-hmm. iOS called yeah. rplay And he was playing God of War on his iPhone using the Game Vice, which is the, the thing we talked about a couple of weeks ago that they're trying to sue the Switch and keep it from being sold <laughs> in America because people are going to confuse it with the Switch. But he was streaming that from his PlayStation 4 all the way at work and it was running great. It was in 1080p. It was incredibly responsive and I'm so fucking jealous and now I want a Game Vice because I think it's a Nintendo Switch.
0: Uh, Here's a question. Yeah. You might have the answer for this. With that, I mean, it is just remotely accessing your PS4. Yeah. Can you buy games in the PS Store?
1: No, it's functioning exactly as remote play. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And so, yeah, remote play, you can't use certain system functions. You can't use – you can't watch video content. You can't go to the PlayStation Store. Just throw it out there.
0: Yeah. Because that would be a good comparison to the Steam
1: Link app. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so that looks yeah. cool as shit, and I want it.
0: <laughs> well, that's all of our stories for the week.
1: That's so many stories. Holden, now we have a main quest that you came up with today.
0: Yeah. Uh, we're I realize pre... I'm not going to be
1: able to contribute a lot to it.
0: Yeah, I have a few games mentioned here. So we are kind of that pre-E3 period where all the excitement's in a few weeks, and yep. we're doing our predictions next week, so like what we talk about. But then Chad and I were talking about, well, we're going to have this – Why buy games right now when you can wait till the post-E3 sales, which always happen every single year? And they usually have some big games on there. So I'm thinking, I was going to buy some games, but I'm going to wait. We're going to talk about what games we would like to see available and what we might buy if it was available. So mine, I'm going
1: to put a disclaimer out there. I was looking through today, what's big in the store, what's on my (laughs) wish list, blah, blah, blah. And I was like... I guess I'm just so hashtag blessed because I already own everything I want. <laughs> so I was like, I I was literally struggling to find things that Jed I wanted Chad is to so buy.
0: privileged.
1: I'm so <laughs> privileged. But I do have a couple of things that I've put on there. But hold yeah. on, let's start with something that, that you have. Announced. Well, How many do you have? I have five. I have uh, like six-ish.
0: Okay, so why don't you start and then we'll go back okay. and forth and I'll finish with you.
1: I'm going to steal one from
0: you that we'll both be able to
1: agree on. I actually want God of War to go on sale.
0: Okay. Because I, oh, so I'm, these are all games that you would buy necessarily because obviously you already bought God of War. okay
1: Some of them I might buy. yeah But this one is a little bit of a cheat because I just selflessly want everyone to be able to play this game. <laughs> so if it's more affordable and that's like that threshold that gets you in to play it, fucking great. And if so you decide PS5 is not coming and PS4 Pro, that's the best way to experience God of War.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, um, I want to steal one from you, Chad. I want to choose Ooh. God of War. Oh, my I want, God. I, I had to, that one too. I want to play God of War. And if I'm gonna buy it now, I'm gonna wait and see the sun if it's on sale. So I'm gonna wait for that. You've, you've convinced me with your enthusiasm that maybe there's something I should I should play. So it's getting such good reviews everywhere. I feel like I should play it. So I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna check it out.
1: Uh, the second one, very very common with post E3 sales, mm-hmm. the companies will be like, here's game number two in the series, and then number one will be discounted oh. like seventy five percent that week. Yeah. Um, Doom.
0: You It's Doom. already
1: like twenty nine bucks. Mm-hmm. and, like, I actually have $30 in PSN credit just sitting in my wallet. I could Ooh. buy it now. It's also been that on sale for, like, be... 20 bucks. but, like, I just want it for, like,
0: $9. <laughs> if you got that, that would be a fantastic barf. But you've already played it so recently. I have played it recently. What are you talking about?
1: You played it, like, a year and a half ago.
0: That's not recently for me. I have such bad memory. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so yeah, Doom. I want that to go down to like single digits, baby, and then I'll jump on. It. I almost jumped on. Mass Effect Andromeda is like seven dollars and forty nine cents today.
0: No, it's I almost not worth bought it. that. It's not still not worth it. I
1: I did not convince myself to get it because yeah, it's probably a trash game. But
0: yeah, uh, I have one very similar to Doom. It's called okay. Hyrule Warriors. I wouldn't buy this game at full price, even though I'm a big Zelda fan. But if it was you know, on the sale, Switch version, the Switch version, yeah. Okay. But if it's on Is it even out yet? Yeah, it's out. Okay. If it's on sale and it's... I'm going to interrupt you again after you say
1: if it's on sale one more
0: time. If it's on sale <laughs> and, and it's a pretty big discount, I might consider it. That's that's one I, w- I might consider if it was on sale. Did you
1: play it on Wii U or 3DS?
0: No, I did not. I have not played other Mishu games. I've not played a single Mishu game before.
1: I played it on a Best Buy kiosk like <laughs> I do all of my Wii U games.
0: <laughs> it was a great experience, I bet. No. <laughs> what do you got for me, Chad?
1: Um, this is another one that I, I just can't. I don't know. I don't know how I'm gonna feel about this game, but everyone freaking loves it. But Near Automata,
0: I should have included that. That's a good one.
1: I want that one to go down to like. Yes, yeah. I know Jerson like has then. told us about that
0: game before. Jerson
1: has. He recently he did maybe one of his photo modes was right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And here's the thing. I don't actually know whether this was like a clever callback or whether it was just happenstance. But remember the episode where I was describing photo mode, and I was like, "Do art right now!" And then I was like, "Just open the notes app and then draw Kirby." And it's a circle, and then, and we drew Kirby, and then his photo mode had a crude drawing of Kirby in it. And I wonder if that was a callback oh. to that, or whether it was just coincidence. Jerson, write in to let us know. I feel bad if that was a
0: callback. That's so dope. That should have been. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know. I didn't think about it till way way later. Jerson, uh, but... we're
0: so sorry. Just say yes, Jerson, to make us feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my next one is Detroit. It's probably not going to go on sale because it's no, so probably new. Probably not because it just
1: came out. It like, just came out.
0: Two days ago. But I have this interest in artificial intelligence and, and storytelling and things like that, but I just don't like Quantic <laughs> Dream games. <laughs> You've only played Beyond. And I just, no, I, I played a little bit of Heavy Rain and I'm just like, I'm bored with this. I just gotcha. don't want to watch something happen. So I debate, like, but I do, I wouldn't mind watching artificial intelligence stuff because I'm interested in that topic. Dude, but why don't I just you don't just share play before? and watch
1: me play it? And then you can just pretend it's an eight-hour movie.
0: Is it that short?
1: I think so. Okay. I don't know. Maybe we'll do that sometime. I don't know. I think in one of the reviews I listened to, it was eight hours.
0: Okay.
1: Chad, go for it. I would love Monster Hunter World.
0: Oh, you're and picking good ones. I think we'll probably
1: see that one. Monster the, Hunter yes, World, I never really jumped be. into it. But, yeah, I'm ready to see that for, like, twenty I'll jump on that
0: shit so hard. donkey kong tropical, tropical freeze. freeze yeah mm. probably not that but game's good as shit yeah hearing it's really good i would consider it i would go for it i dig that
1: i dig that i just know it's all that. of my playstation specific i diddy well. kong that diddy kong i diddled back kong <laughs> <laughs> my next one is kind of a cheat as well cheater my next two are cheats um <laughs> sorry, i <laughs> sorry,
0: before, you, before you go ahead i don't know how this came up but when we were someone was cheating in mario kart and we determined that there's a rule that if you cheat you have to eat a pumpkin this is what, what? Happens. this is what happens when you hang out with your 12 and 6 year old brothers is you come up with crazy rules to eat so a if you pumpkin. cheat by the way chad you have to eat a pumpkin
1: speaking of weird things kids say today i was walking down the sidewalk on the way to the gym and i overheard like a two-year-old kid in the stroller go mommy I want to take a shower. And mom goes, oh, a shower? Really? That's new. You want to? And he goes, and I want to play naked with Brandy. And she goes, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Freaking kids. Anyway, this next one is a cheat. I'm going to eat a pumpkin. PSVR games in general. That's, like there are,
0: eat a pumpkin right now. <laughs> there are a Go bunch, eat a pumpkin.
1: There are a bunch of games on my wish list that I like, I know they're like, two-hour experiences that I really want to try out, but I just can't justify spending 30 bucks Mm -hmm. on it. Yeah. So things like, especially ones that didn't necessarily review well, but I'm still interested in, like Inpatient, Star Trek Bridge Crew, How We Soar, I would love to see some of those drop a little bit.
0: My last one is a game that I don't think it's going to go on sale, not because it's too new, but because many people haven't heard about it. Maybe I've talked about this before. I've talked about the game Echo on here before. I don't know. No. Well, oh, is Echo... that the blind one? No. Okay. Echo is a game by the creators of Hitman. And I know very, very little about it, and I wanted Have to you keep ever played it that Hitman? way. Never. I've heard it's good, though. Mm. And this game, from the little I've heard, I heard, I can't remember what pod, I think it was Game Informer's podcast listening to or talking about it. And all I know is that you, like, You're on a ship, you go to some sort of alien planet, and you find this, like, house that goes very deep underground, and you're constantly going levels down, I think, is how it works. But the only enemies in the game are you, are clones of you. Okay. And in each level, the AI learns from what you do. So you have to figure out how to navigate the level in a way that doesn't teach the AI anything that could hurt you in any way.
1: Oh, you have talked about this game before. Yeah.
0: And I just I really want to play this. It's twenty five bucks or something like that. Like it's stupid I haven't gotten it yet anyway. But if it's on sale, it'd be like instant, okay, yes, I'm jumping into this game. I've kept it at a minimal of I don't want to know much about this game because I trust the guys who made Hitman and the concept just sounds so unique, I really want to see what that's like. Yeah. I don't know if it's gonna be great or not, but the concept just sounds really cool, so I would get Echo. Nice. Very nice.
1: Now here's the next one is kind of a cheat as well. This is my last one.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: This one is kind of a cheat, but I want similar to Best Buy Gamers Club Unlocked and Amazon, I want pre order discounts. Like I would love to see and sometimes you'll see this with third party Dinner Dinner already. Pumpkin Eater, you I cheater. Know, I know. Uh Dinner Dinner <laughs> Pumpkin Eater? Is that what you just said? Yeah. Great. That works. <laughs> um, you you see a lot of third party developers do this already like Tacoma most recently just did it we happy few right now you can get it for 15% off if you pre-order it but I would love to see like Shadow of the Tomb Raider and Spider-Man and Days Gone and all of these kind of things because you can already get them well actually currently you can't from Amazon because of some feud between them and Sony mm-hmm. but you can already get AAA games at a 20% discount with that or if you happen to still have Best Buy Gamers Club unlocked that hasn't expired yet I would love to see that on the digital story and encourage more people to pre-order games and play it and be part of the conversation when they first come out. That's not going to happen. You don't know that? <laughs> yeah, I'm <laughs> Some pretty my dreams. I mean, I've already pre-ordered Spider-Man. So I you'd cancel won't. your pre-order? No, I wouldn't cancel my pre-order. I'm not going to would... pre-order Shadow the Tomb Raider. No, I'm not going to cancel my pre-order because you literally cannot print, cancel the pre-order on the PlayStation Network.
0: Oh, okay.
1: And yeah, I do everything digitally. I'm not going to do it from GameStop. What am I? Yeah, don't. No, uh, I frog. buy digital.
0: Everything's digital for me. Yeah. Well, cool.
1: That's it. That's all the things that we want on sale. E three week. So yeah, don't buy any games right now. And in fact, if you're looking at hardware, while we know the PS five is three years out, maybe wait and see if there's a price drop after E three. I don't
0: know. I expect price drops on hardware, but we'll get more to that next week. Nice, nice, nice. Yes, next week is our
1: predictions episode. Yes. Again, we are recording this on Saturday, June second. Yes. Question mark. So, if you have pr- predictions you would like to write in and have us talk about and read as well, make sure to get them in before Saturday. Um, we would go into the weekly form right now, but we don't have any <laughs> subscriber narratives. I forgot to put up a poll. Photo mode oh, is until Jed. next week. Uh, I guess we can talk about our ET plans again one more time. So, yeah, we have our predictions episode. Coming mm-hmm. out June 5th, recording yep. on June 2nd, and then every single night of E3 press conferences, starting on Saturday the 9th, mm-hmm. we will have a late-night podcast go up discussing everything from the day, starting with EA on Saturday, uh, Ubisoft, or maybe it's Bethesda, I don't know, whatever the fuck. Whatever's going on that day, we're talking about it that night, all the way through Tuesday night, so that'll be four different podcasts. We will not have our regular podcast, like our traditional one that week, but we'll save that for the next one. It's kind of a wrap-up
0: yeah
1: cool holden we did it we did, we did it. the episode twice almost
0: yes and it was an hour and one
1: so hour do you one. have any last things to add before we uh sign off tonight
0: you know you just ended that so beautifully i couldn't I'm possibly so do i better. am beautiful goodbye everybody goodbye